Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Talksport Daily. Happy Wednesday, gang, and welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And we begin with loads and 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 loads of Premier League reaction on TalkSport after West Ham beat Palace, Man City beat West Brom, convincingly, Arsenal beat Southampton and Newcastle lost at home again, this time to Leeds. And going into the game, Simon Jordan, Katie Price's ex-husband, had some words of warning for the Geordie faithful while a Newcastle fan argued with Darren Goff that he wanted his beloved Magpies to lose just to see Steve Bruce get sacked. Let's put all of that lot in a bag and see what we pull out first. Do you want to lose tonight so Bruce goes? Yes. You want your team to lose. I'd never want my team to lose, no matter what. So we're to blame how bad we are. No, no, I'm, I'm just blaming you on this occasion, mate. You want your team to lose tonight. I can't get my head around that. What a finish from Jack Harrison. He doesn't even celebrate. It's a nonchalant volley across goal and in at the post. Leads back in front here. If Bruce goes, which he should have done, because in any profession, if you're not very good at your job, you get sacked. He goes on about having 500 games as Premier League manager. He's the worst statistically. It's not easy. And unfortunately, we're in a bad run. I don't think I've ever been in such a poor run, but it happens. I'm determined to to stay with the job and carry on. I really couldn't care less about Newcastle. You know, I think they get precisely what they deserve at times. Newcastle fans want to see decline? Go look at Sunderland. Go look at what an owner does. Mike Ashley's done a lot of things wrong at that football club, and I think he was stupid to have bought in the first place. And I told him so at the time. You want to see decline? Go look at Sheffield Wednesday. Go look at Nottingham Forest. Go look at Leeds out of the Premier League for 17 years. Go look at Sunderland. Ellis Short. There's an owner that doesn't give a monkeys about your football club and doesn't bankroll it and doesn't do the things right. That's real decline. And the pressure builds on Newcastle United and Steve Bruce. What you need is a performance. And they haven't been great of late. We've struggled, but I've seen signs, certainly in the second half against Aston Villa, and certainly tonight. We didn't deserve that, and thought, and in my opinion, I think we deserve to win. Absolutely sublime stuff from Pep Guardiola's men. This is how you go top of the Premier League. It's West Brom nil, Manchester City five. Still 19 games to play. is a incredible still marathon. And uh, now we're going to rest. Finally, we'll have four days between games. And we're going to rest a little bit more than usual and prepare Sheffield. This is the only way. Angered Albion boss Sam Allardyce so much, he gave his players a one-hour dressing down. If I didn't say it now, I would have to say it at some stage. And I think that we're leaving it any later than this will be too late. So it's been said now. Been a bit of a lock-in. I've heard my views. Hope the players go home come back fighting ready to give better performances really and uh, make sure that we don't see another poor performance like we saw tonight West Ham United mixing shoulders with England's elite clubs right now they're in the Champions League places and they are kings of London right now Crystal Palace 2 West Ham 3 I have just seen 
90 minutes worthy of a Johnny Lyle team. Jennings! Alan Taylor! Fair play to them. All 11. Superb. I, I was in tears ringing my... I, I woke up my grandson. Why can't we finish in the top four? You was on with Darren Bent the other day, and you were saying, like, who can finish in the top four? You said West Ham, and he was like, no. Straight away, no. Why no? It is a crazy league, and... I think for the ninth time, is it, or nine, is it nine different teams have topped the Premier League this so. season? It's quite remarkable. Yeah. The league positions can change dramatically and it can all of a sudden turn into what we're now looking at as an assault on the top four from West Ham. Can West I Ham think, get top four? I think, I think they can definitely make a charge. They can make an assault. I like the way it sounds and uh, uh, long may it continue. I want to be managing teams challenging at the top end of the league and uh, hopefully we can keep it going. But uh, look, we're not getting carried away, we're not seen anything stupid. David Moyes men have turned it right around. It is Crystal Palace 1, West Ham 2 and Big Thomas Socek has got them both. Well, I'll tell you what, what a finish this is. Socek and Rice. Right now, is there a better pairing in the Premier League in the middle of the park? Rice was outstanding today. He, he absolutely dominated that midfield, breaking up attacks, setting up attacks. Suchek, he's got a great engine on him, can get up and down. He's yep. got goals. I mean, he scored the, the equaliser and he went on to score. The second goal he scored was a brilliant piece of individual skill. A very good Arsenal performance on the road against the Southampton team that have just lost a bit of momentum. Southampton 1, Arsenal 3. I think we looked really strong today um, and the team showed the character that he's got, the way we want to play, showed the confidence, the resilience. We grow in the game, scored three goals. Dominated a lot of departments that are key against a team like Southampton. We know that we, uh, in the moment, uh, definitely hit by by a lot of injuries, and uh, it's not about uh, that we don't want to do it. Or, but uh, I think the alternatives we have are not good enough in the moment, and uh, this is what we what we know. But uh, what can we do? As Shaka has gone past the goalkeeper, McCarthy's come a long way, and Saka has scored. Brilliant goal from Arsenal. When you say that the alternatives aren't good enough at the moment, does that suggest that you want to go into the market to buy other replacements? If you give me money, I do it. Yes. Well, I don't have any, but uh, does yeah, the club have any? Is good. For the quality we would need for the Premier League, uh, definitely not, no. So what is the solution then? Working, bringing the other players back, and then we are uh, a team that can compete with everybody. Today, what? we were not good enough. Well, it was confirmed on TalkSport that Chelsea's new manager is, of course, the German Thomas Tuchel. Tuchel. Tickle. Simon Jordan warned the Blues youngsters that it might be bad news for them and their chances of first-team opportunities. We'll also get the take of Lewis Holtby. Why? Well, he's the Blackburn Rovers midfielder who played under Tuchel 10 years ago at Mainz. But this is the former Chelsea defender Jason Cundy, who, reacting to the Tuchel confirmation with Hugh Wozencroft on game-day kickoff. There's a good squad in there, and we've underperformed. First half of the, the first half of the season, if you know what I mean, the, the quarter of the season, I thought we'd done very well. Still, some improvement needed to, to happen. Tightened up at the back. The goalkeepers come in and made a big difference. Mendy, Chilwell, and Silva, and we were an exciting side to watch. And he left Tammy Abraham with a routine finish, and Chelsea, after a difficult second half, are going top. But things have tailed off you badly since since Everton, since just the beginning of December, going into the new year, things were bad, and it ended sadly with the second of Frank so there is a good squad there there is something to work with he has got to get a tune out of Werner he's got to get a tune out of Ziyech and has got to get a tune out of Havertz that that for me are the three main things he's got to do he's proved over the last uh, 10 years that he's had a very very big success with the clubs he's been been working at uh, 
He's a great guy, hard worker and unbelievable coach. Tuchel will do precisely what Mourinho did five, six years ago when he came back to Chelsea, which is go to what he thinks is established talent and goes to what he thinks will get him instantaneous on-the-ground results. Now, that then puts the players like Billy Gilmore in challenge, specifically Billy Gilmore to some extent, because he's a very young player coming into the side, and very recent yeah, arrival, 19. very good player, by the way, as well. And I think those guys may find themselves falling by the wayside. But it becomes incumbent upon them to force their, their way into the side because I'm sure, you know, Mbappe was a young player. I know he was a bit more established in the eyes and minds of the world, but still a young player. So I think these guys, they are a little bit at times one-dimensional in their view, but they go to what is a guaranteed outcome as far as they're concerned. Now, after Frank Lampard was sacked by Chelsea, you might be wondering, what next for old Lampardy Doodah? Well, on breakfast, Darren Ben suggested he could head to the SBL and become the Celtic boss. That was nice of him. And take on his former England teammate, Stevie Gerrard. Hold on. Everyone knows you can't have Lampard and Gerrard in the same league. That just won't work. We'll also hear from Rangers legend Ali McCoist, Mario Melchior. But first, this is Curtis Davis, who played under Lampardy Doodar at Derby, claiming he was a victim of his own success. Last year, they got to the Champions League with a, a relatively young squad, a relatively inexperienced Premier League squad. But this year, even though it is still inexperienced, um, because you've gone and spent, what is it, 180 million, it always looks bad on paper. Even if, if Chelsea want to take him back, he has the journey and the ability and the quality and the confidence to get himself back on the road. He just needs to take a break, you know, spend some time with his family and get your head around, just like he did as a footballer, you know, when you're down. And then come back and go again at it because... Things don't come your way the easy way. It's always going to be some bumps in it and you just have to overcome them. Goal! What a goal! And what a moment for Mason Mount and for Chelsea! It's a tough time. I mean, I've been at the club for a very long time and I've seen many managers depart the club from afar. I've been in the academy and it's happened quite a lot. But when you're in the building, in the first team and, and it happens, it's a different feeling. A season at Derby, gone to Chelsea and it's been difficult for him. But going to somewhere like a Celtic as well, obviously massive football club, big fan base, in the hunt to win trophies every single season. I think he'd want to expand his managerial career in a bigger league, are to be honest saying, with you. Are you saying it would be a back step? No, I didn't say that, would you? I said a bigger league. Please don't misinterpret my words now, would you? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't dream of twisting your words. I think it would do some good, you know, win some games. Um, I know, listen, I know a lot of pressure up there considering you've got to finish above Rangers and vice versa, I understand that. Look at the time that Stephen Gerrard was given at Rangers and look how, how good they've become. Gutted for Frank. He's an ex-friend of mine, someone I respect greatly. But knowing the guy, he'll be back before no time. He'll dust himself down and he'll get ready to, to get back involved. I think he'll use this time to spend with his family. He's obviously got a young family uh, and one on the way, so disappointed for him I thought it was a very swift exit Chelsea have got history for that so it was no surprise On to drive now and Adrian Durham asked whether or not Tangai Undombele is all that well yes he is Darren Goff can tell us exactly why He looks the part for Tottenham one of the main players this season without a doubt he's got the full game whether it's defensively um, he helps out and, and part of this is because he has come back a lot fitter let's be honest about it you only have to look at him and you can see the difference in his shape but I think his, his biggest asset is when he goes forward his creativity his touch he even does the no look pass now which um, Thiago does to a tease does it as good as anyone and he's adding goals Dombele there is goal number three they've scored twice in a minute Tongi and Dombele passes it into the bottom right hand corner and if you consider only last season many many of the supporters were saying just 
just get rid. Take the loss, get rid. But this year, he looks the part in the Tottenham shirt. Chris Wilder has been speaking to the media ahead of Sheffield United's visit to Old Trafford to face Manchester United tonight, which is live on TalkSport at 8.15, don't you know? He said back-to-back games against United and City don't get any tougher for the Blades. You've not been runaway victories at our place against Manchester City and uh, and Manchester United, and I think looking at the reaction from both teams, they would be delighted to have got the results that they did. Wilder will take a little bit of comfort from this because his team didn't fold. Sheffield United finished with their heads held high. So up to us yet again to to try and close the gap, uh, which is obviously an enormous one. On the pitch in, in in both games, starting on Wednesday night, and um, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a huge challenge for for us and the players. But I think it's been already been said, nothing to lose, not expected to get anything, and go out there and and, and give it a go. And you know that, regardless what happens uh, between now and the end of the season, one thing that I will be judging the players on is is the attitude. So can Manchester United go on and win the league? Let's find out from the former Man City defender Michael Richards. I don't know if United can win the league, if I'm being totally honest, just because I feel like there's still areas of their game which they need to improve. And in January, if they get maybe another defender, I still think they need another midfielder. And I think Cavani's been a great signing. But as for Manchester City, they're starting to come in form at the right time. You know, everyone's always like, oh, Man City, not what they were. And they were just doing their business. Gives it to Gundogan, who plants it into the back of the net. And Manchester City are running riot already at the Hawthorns. Sometimes it's better chasing, you know. You get more pressure, you know, Spurs have been there. You know what it's like when people are chasing you. It's, it's difficult sometimes. It's just about the timing of the run. And we finish with my show, Andy Goldstein's Sports Bar, Monday to Thursday from 10pm. Alongside old Moonface himself, Jason, Victor, Meldrew, Emma, Cundy. Can I just ask, we do sell the midnight train, nothing too serious. Is this a heavy conversation? <laughs> Well, no, it ain't. No, it's, um, it, it's basically, I had, like, the start of my second batch of the treatment on Friday, and now I've got swollen nipples. Oh, swollen yeah, nipples. Yeah, it's like, uh, it's like I've been breastfeeding. How'd you know? Well, I've seen someone breastfeeding. Oh, OK. <laughs> <laughs> How swollen are they? Can, can you compare the size oh, yeah, to... You don't ask a man that. How sweet you can't <laughs> No, you can ask a man that. Well, you know, I sent I sent a few pictures out there just to compare, and uh, a few women have come back and said that they're bigger than theirs. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, I didn't even know you had that button. Well done. Uh, if your number ends in, that was strange. Well, before we go, let me tell you about some more live football you can hear across the TalkSport networks. Would you believe? Tonight from 6pm, you've got the choices on TalkSport of Chelsea against Wolves or on TalkSport 2, Burnley against Aston Villa. At 7.30 on the TalkSport app, don't you know, which is free to download, you can hear live comms of Brighton against Fulham. And then from 8.15, again, you've got a choice. If you stay with TalkSport, you can hear live commentary of Manchester United against Sheffield United. Or over on TalkSport 2, you can hear Everton against Leicester. That's it for another podcasty thing. I'm back tonight on Andy Goldstein Sports One Monday to Thursday from 10 pm. Taking your calls on all of the above. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein Talks with Daily Podcast out first thing in the morning. So do what you've got to do to get it. All right. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a great day. And above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from Talk Sport.